If every day is a winding road, why did it have to end up here? Sports Central for your Thursday. Sports Central brought to you by Mabe Production and Installation. Let's do it. Your sports host this afternoon is Ryan Buckley. Well, thank you, Mr. Eric, and welcome to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan Buckley, Mark McCollum, Jenna Kidd. How are we doing, guys? Good. It's good to have everybody back. Oh, it's good to be back. What a busy week it's been. Busy, Absol- busy. Absolutely busy week. We've been some busy bees. It's been nonstop. Uh, <clears throat> the Capstone event earlier this week, the uh, Polk County All Sports Awards, just an amazing event. Great job by Jenna Kidd. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. Kidd amazing It was a team effort. The entire team over there. Yeah. And by the way... Uh, we are. We already have a guest joining us. We're off to a flying start on this show. Um, shout out to our guest who's on the line for one of the most beautiful renditions of the national anthem. We were very happy to have her at the Polk County All Sports Awards. Miss Lakeland Lindsay Franksman. Lindsay, thank you so much. Thanks for joining so much us. for joining us. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you for having me. It was an honor to be there. You know, I was a competitive volleyball and basketball player all through school, and it was. So exciting to be able to see these top athletes in their fields um, receive the recognition that they deserve. And I'm very excited to have my own state championship of the Miss Florida competition coming up this coming week. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, at the RP Funding Center, Polk County All Sports Awards, thank you. Not only were you there supporting at the event, and as you mentioned, the just amazing amount of talent that resides within Polk County and all the different awards yeah. we hand out. I mean, you handed out basically every award. So this, this <laughs> yeah. really couldn't happen without you. I mean, you, you were, you and obviously Jenna were the cornerstone of making sure these, these kids were recognized. So we appreciate that. Um, you know, we go from one marquee event from the all sports awards to the next marquee event, Miss Florida. Tell us a little bit about the competition that's going to take place at the RP funding center next week. Oh my gosh. Well, I just want to say nobody wants to miss it. So The Miss Florida competition is going to be at the RP Funding Center, like you said, the 22nd through the 25th, and it's going to be 30-plus girls competing for the job of a lifetime, Miss Florida 2022, which is going to be incredible. You know, it's my fifth time competing at the state level, and of course, girls compete in a little bit of everything. They have their 10-minute private interview as well as their onstage interviews, their pitch for their social impact initiative their talent presentation, and, of course, their evening gown red carpet presentation. So these girls, you know, we really have to train our bodies like athletes, train our minds like politicians, and train our talents like Broadway and Met performers. It is an incredible opportunity for these girls, and I'm so excited to be one of the veterans returning and to see not only the girls who have been there multiple times, how much they have grown, but the opportunity for these new girls that are attending for the very first time to see what it's really all about and how much they're going to grow as well. No, that that's awesome. And that's a, honestly a, an, a wonderful way of kind of telling everybody what the entire event is all about. So thank you for that. So kind of going off of, you know, um, you're watching, you know, the young girls grow and they come in and they kind of find themselves and what they love. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about what you love? So I know you're into, you know, literacy and girl empowerment. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, my gosh. Yes, I'd love to. So my social impact initiative or community service project that I chose for my year of service as Miss Lakeland and hopefully as Miss Florida is called Her Story, Girls Empowerment Through Storytelling. So I've been a lifelong reader, writer and actress and a childhood illness that almost took away my sight taught me to really 
cherish my love of reading and writing and storytelling as basically the kindling to my dreams. But what I learned over the pandemic, especially with many kids unable to attend school, that a lot of kids don't have access to books outside of the classroom. And this is disproportionately affecting girls. So many girls themselves have a limited awareness of role models, below grade level reading ability, and a lack of confidence to express their dreams. And what I learned in Central Florida alone, 25% of residents are considered illiterate. Wow. So I created Her Story, which leverages storytelling to empower girls to find and use their voices via the inspiration of the stories of empowered female role models to build their literacy and communication skills. And I'm very fortunate that I was able to partner with the Boys and Girls Clubs of both Central Florida and Polk County to make her story available in 44 clubs across seven counties, impacting 8,000 girls. And in the past 10 months alone, I've gotten news coverage, proclamations, and I've been able to cover her story in my podcast on Spotify, as well as my book I just published on Amazon Books called What's Her Story? And the University of Florida, as I was completing my master's, realized how special her story was because of how much I talked about it, how many final projects I did on it. (laughs) And they actually invited me to apply for the Ph.D. program, which would provide funding so that I could further develop her story moving forward. Wow. Wow. That... What, I mean, talk about some busy bees. You are a busy bee. <laughs> That's what I was <laughs> going to say. Yeah. Wow, that is amazing. And honestly, you know, you oh, just you. just explaining that and telling us made me feel empowered. I mean, helping, oh, you, know, these, yeah, you know, helping these young women and these young girls find their voice and, you know, become more confident is something that's that's awesome. And I'm so, so happy that you're able to do that. And you're seeing a lot of success throughout, uh, you know, Central Florida and Polk County. Yeah. And oh, I, my gosh. Yeah, I definitely am. It's, you know, you walk into these Boys and Girls Club classrooms and these girls are so excited, first of all, to have somebody walk in in a shiny crown and a sash on her chest. <laughs> but you would be amazed some of the stories that I hear coming out of this. There was one little girl that I met. Her name is Harley. I love to tell her story that I walked into this uh, classroom, this Boys and Girls Club classroom, and she was so excited. She was so into the lesson. She was raising her hand. She said, Miss Lindsay, I want to be an astronaut. Miss Lindsay, I want to be an Olympian. Miss Lindsay, I want to be a teacher. And I said, Harley, you can be all those things. But as soon as I put the lesson in front of her and I asked her to read the directions and then write her reflection, her shoulders completely slumped. She completely changed. And she looked at me and she said, Miss Lindsay, I can't read. And Harley's eight years old and she couldn't mm-hmm. read a single word. But through some specialized work with her and continuing to come in for these Her Story classes, Harley would get so excited and she was so determined every single time. And after a couple of lessons, she ended up picking up a book and reading it by herself without help in front of the entire class when she originally had never been able to read before. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Wow. It is incredible. And it's, you know, every single girl that's going to be on the Miss Florida stage, I'm sure she could tell you this, is... All of our goals is we want to change the world. We want to change the state of Florida. We want to make an impact. But at the end of the day, if you only change one life, you are changing the world for that person. And that's what really matters. Oh, 100%. That's eloquently put. And I think hearing those those different tales, you know, you're just telling us one. There's, there's hundreds that you probably have. And, and to, to really obviously magnify the impact that this has on our youth in Polk County. And we appreciate and applaud you for what you're doing to help remedy that issue. 
Um, one last question for you as it pertains to the competition. You know, as you look at, you know, we talk a lot about, okay, we're bringing in this event. It's got people coming from out of county. They're staying in heads and beds. And it's just kind of, you know, statewide impact. Talk briefly kind of about that. You know, it's you're going up against peers from across the state. You know, what does that look like in terms of competition structure? Is it, you know, 30 different people you're up against and they have a Miss Florida teen as well? Kind of quick little lay of the land on what that what we can expect. Sure. Well, those who are interested in attending, here's a little bit of a rundown of what it's going to look like. So on the 22nd and the 23rd, the, the Miss category, let's talk about that because that's what I'm in, it's split into two groups. So the first night, you're going to see Group A do their talent, while Group B does their onstage question or onstage interview, as we call it, as well as their pitch, explaining their social impact initiative and what it means to them. And then you're going to see them in their evening gown red carpet wear. Then the next night, we're going to switch. You're going to see Group B do talent, and you're going to see Group A do onstage pitch, onstage interview, and evening gown red carpet. At the end of that, the top 12, I believe it is, will be selected based on their scores from the previous two nights. And the final night on Saturday, the 25th, you will get to see the top 12 girls compete for the title of Miss Florida and who's going to represent Florida for the next year. So it's going to be very exciting. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of surprises, some fun things you're going to see on stage. And it is some of the top talent, the top brains, and the top just women of empowerment and purpose that are going to be up on stage. And I'm so excited and so honored to be one of them. Well, and we are excited that you will be there representing Poe County and continue all the great work. And I speak not only on behalf of all of us here in the studio, but all of us at Poe County Tourism and Sports Marketing. You know, thank you for all the work that you do in the community. And we are very happy for you and happy that the event is going to be at RP Funding Center next week. We are rooting for you and uh, we're, we're excited to see the event and obviously play a role in the event on the Visit Central Florida side. And thank you again for your time out of this busy schedule that you have for sharing a little bit about yourself and the event with us. We definitely appreciate you joining us and helping out with the All Sports Awards as well. Well, thank you very much for having me. And I'm hoping to make Lakeland and Polk County proud. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, Lindsay, and best of luck to you next week. Thank you. Have a good one, y'all. You too. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, it's kind of tough for me to start with, wow, we're really busy bees. I talk about one event. She talks about a yeah. calendar of events in a span of a week. But Yeah, and then talking about going back and getting her PhD just to, you know, grow the empowerment and the literacy oh, yeah. in girls. Yeah. So that's awesome. Amazing stuff. Really well, incredible. Listen, listen, there is other busy stuff going on. Obviously, Miss Florida, we can talk a little bit more about that. On the other side of the break, we'll talk about a little bit of the NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup game one last night. NBA playoffs could be over as quick as tonight. And then we'll talk local. So stay right here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Hey, but right now we're getting back to more of Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by the Holiday Inn Winter Haven. In the sports chairs, they're talking at you. It's Jenna, Mark, and Ryan. Oh, welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Man, that was... Miss Florida is such a great event. An awesome event. Our our staff on the Visit Central Florida side does an impeccable job. I said we had a busy week this week. We obviously came off all sports awards. We will do a full recap of that event in segment three, just to make sure we give you guys that missed the event ins and outs. Who won what? Who went home with what hardware? What trophy? What's going on the mantle? What are people displaying at this point in time across the county? Um, but in addition to that, today we had our TDC retreat. We're able to get some good nuggets from that. Amazing. 
Uh, Very data, interesting. Yeah, data we're able to get from that. Mm-hmm. All the different things that are happening in Polk County. Really cool. Really cool insights. And safe to say that our tourism team they they are just fantastic at what they do. And how about the shout out to the visitor services team over at yeah. Davenport? Yeah, they're one of the highest rated. Uh, you know, they were literally, they said, it's like, it's an anomaly that someone is rated this high. They have to like double check. They have to double check their work to be like, are we sure they're rated this high? No, they in fact are. It's just that good of a team out there. So to Justin and his team out there, just, I mean, guys, great Great job. We love to clap. So definitely clapping for them. (laughs) Absolutely phenomenal work out there. And we never clap just to clap. Like it's it's always always deserved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, and uh, you know what we, we will not clap for is the Tampa Bay Lightning. Brutal loss last night. We're not going to, no no need to applaud that. 4-3 loss in overtime to the Colorado Avalanche. Rough one. Rough start to the uh, the series. Can we talk Game about the Stanley Cup your line. hockey predictions? Oh, this I'm glad. Because it seems up. like whatever prediction you you have for the Lightning, it is the opposite. And it's it's sad because I pride myself on being a hockey guy. Like, I really can't do anything else. Even last night when you know, the Lightning were going to win game one. Oh, I thought it lost. was a no-brainer. Yeah. I, I mean, Colorado's had... Nine days off. Because it was a similar scenario with the Pan- weeks. with the Panthers when they swept the Panthers. Lightning go and play the Rangers game one after sitting for a long time, and they yeah lose. you get you mm-hmm. get sleepy legs right. I mean, yeah. you're not up to game speed, and you're trying to kind of move into the game. Um, and but you know the one point they kept making was other oh, in Colorado, it's the altitude. The altitude's different. Give me a break. Ridiculous. You're inside. It's ridiculous. The most ridiculous. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you're inside. inside a building. The most ridiculous thing, but. I, yeah, I'm a little. I was shocked last night, and the Vasilevsky left off two soft goals in the first period. That didn't help the cause, obviously, for the Lightning. But a fun note played well the rest on of the, the game. Stanley Cup final. I think it's the first um, like final series, final game championship for any of the four major sports in America, where the teams in, on both sides didn't have an S in, the, in their uh, name. That is an incredible Avalanche in the Lightning statistic. since 2012 when it was the Heat and Thunder. That is an amazing in the NBA statistic. But that's th- it's like who who keeps what track of that stat? stuff? That's an amazing stat. No, that's stat really people. that's what I mean though. Like they, <laughs> like, it's wild. Isn't and that interesting though? Yeah, it's a very interesting. Another stat. Uh, this is the first time two Norris Trophy finalists, so two of the best defenders in the NHL, are playing each other in the NHL finals since 2001, when the Colorado Avalanche were last in the Stanley Cup finals. I mean, we are bringing out so, the stats. Pretty today. incredible there when you Man. think about it. So you got two of the top defensemen in the NHL, Victor Hedman and Kale McCarr, going against each other. So it'll be mm-hmm. pretty interesting to see there. Switching up sports on the NBA side, obviously, could be the end of it all tonight for the Boston Celtics. They are. Eric, can you play shipping out the Boston? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, their ship probably should have planned that ahead of time. <laughs> but we're <laughs> we're shipping up the Boston for the game tonight. Golden State taking on the Boston Celtics. Looking to win their fourth title in the last eight years. Guys, predictions on that one. What do we think? I want the Celtics to win. You're not a Draymond fan, right? Isn't that what it comes down to, basically? That, you just anything but Draymond Green? Yeah, we didn't get to my stat, but my stat was I still hate Draymond Green. Uh, so, we actually got to it. Yeah, 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 right now. So, <laughs> yeah. it, I just want to see them lose, him lose. So it, I guess it's hard to imagine Steph Curry having an off night like he did, though, in his last game. We're 0 for 9. I think... First time in four years, he had a game without a three, making a three-pointer. Absolutely incredible. So I think it's hard to imagine him going doing that again. Like I think he's going to have a big night. I tend to agree with you. And look, they, uh, Steve Kerr said, we are finishing the series in Boston. We are not coming back. I think they Boston. want to finish a series in Boston after the welcome they got from the crowd last time. Yeah. I, I don't know what they expect. You're going up to enemy territory. So yeah. You're not going to be treated with no. welcome mats and, and applause and fire. They're, they're not going to applause you. They're not going to no, no, do claps. Not no. like us in the office. No. Um, but anyway, so that game, 9 o'clock tonight, obviously Boston needs to stay alive, stay alive, ha, ha, 
Ha, ha. So if they're able to do that, it'll go game seven over to Golden State. That was State. very robotic of you. Oh, thank you. Um, You're welcome. And then obviously for Tampa and Colorado, couple they get an extra day off, if I'm uh, not mistaken. I think they don't play again until Saturday. Really? Yeah. I think they, uh, they're not playing again until Saturday. So it'll be interesting stuff there. Yeah, <laughs> glad we had that moment. So uh, interesting there. Maybe it'll help Tampa get one or two days off, kind of recover, rest the body a little bit. Physical game one, by the way. Body sitting the floor all over the place on the ice. Uh, so it'll be good for them to get a, one or two more days rest and then you know head back. Must win game two, I would say. You don't want to go back home 2-0 in the hole. Really have to change up your strategy and go from there. Wasn't there a stat from a game that like it was the most physical? Like they got hit so many times? Because I remember saying... That's that like that's like seven people getting like, that's like you getting hit seven times and I couldn't imagine just getting just blasted like that. So Darren Helm had a shift where he had like six hits. Mm-hmm. That's uh, un literally he that means he did not play the game of hockey. He just went out there to hit. And how long like, is the shift typically? Uh, I mean, for him, he's a fourth liner, third liner, forty five seconds to a minute. Wow. Yeah, I did see that. It was like one minute thirty seconds. They were like, "This is a long shift for them." He was a busy bee. He literally looked like an angry bird. It <laughs> <laughs> looked like an angry bird going across, got like pinned around. <laughs> Just got absolutely bewildered. Uh, well, when we come back on the other side of break, we'll obviously dive into the All Sports Awards. There's a lot of great moments that we had that night, and a lot of great recognition time that we'd love to dive into. We probably won't be able to get to everybody, but we'll do as best we can right here on Sports Central on Talk Radio ninety six point seven. Hey, we're talking sports in Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by the Hampton Inn Winter Haven. And here's your host this afternoon. He's Ryan Buckley. Welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan, Jenna, and Mark, Eric, once again, fantastic on the music in there. I mean, just phenomenal. Stuff, just phenomenal. Stuff Amazing. I like it when you clap. That was good. I wish I was like recording that. I could have that forever. (laughs) It'd be like a ringtone. Yeah. That's the response we've been getting from people, though. Yeah, a lot of people love it. I think it's infectious. Jackie Johnson loves it. She really loves it. She loves it. Absolutely. It's good. I think we're getting more people on board with it. I think it just makes people happy when you just start clapping. It's good to affirm them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Before we dive into all sports awards, did you guys see that video on? Um, I saw it on Instagram of they have to make the ho- the huge hallway putt, and then they got to leave work early. Yeah, did you guys see yes, that? I, did I did see that. How long of a putt do you think that was? Oh, oh. man, ninety it was feet. Insane. Ninety to hundred feet, right? Yeah. That's what I was kind of yeah. thinking. Like hundred, maybe three digits on that. Hundred yeah. feet, hundred ten. Plus, have to get a reel on the carpet, right? You don't know when the when the lie is. Yeah. Oh, I mean, somebody scuffs the carpet. Right. Forget it. I mean, now you're getting a break to the right. And it's, yeah. Whew. But I think the incentive was they got to go home early or something like that from work. Yeah, and he made it. Yeah, and he did. He sunk it. Yep. And Absolutely it, amazing. And everyone went nuts. Could you imagine if that happened in our office? Oh, my God. Forget it. No. <laughs> no, I, I really can't. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> can't imagine that happening. It'd be a trick cup. Yeah. <laughs> something where the, it wouldn't be able to. They'd do something to it. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right. sports awards. Who <laughs> would do something to it? And uh, no, it's not touch it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All sports <laughs> awards. Guys, what a fantastic event, All Sports Awards. Again, great job, you two. It was a fantastic event. Team effort. Absolute team effort. Everybody. I mean, shout out to Neil Duncan. He, you know, really helped kind of provide us with a little bit of direction in terms of Mm -hmm. here's what has to get done, here's what doesn't have to get done. If you can see the amount of people it takes to put this event on, like just in the lead up to the event, it is amazing. I mean, there's a lot of hands involved in this event. Yeah. The committee. I mean, the sports and special sports and special events committee, obviously, but also the just poke. Poe County All Sports Awards Committee in general, you know, that help us out. Dan Talbot, you know, keeping us informed on here's what's going on with high school athletics, all the college athletic directors, you know, here's what's going on in the college sphere of life. 
Uh, they folks get, of the ledger. The ledger. You know, folks yeah. of the ledger really staying up to date on everything that is high school athletics. Um, Mabe, Mabe Production. We, we talked about them earlier, but really helping on the production side of the event. PGTV. I mean, the stuff they do to make sure the quality of the event, the aesthetics of the event, um, amazing stuff. You worked with a variety of other vendors as well that really have, that really helped, you know, build out the event. Yeah, Peggy Slappy, she made all of the, you know, centerpieces, beautiful fresh flowers and had the ferns, you know, making it, you know, very, very much look nice. I know that's not how you say it. A lot it. of that's compliments on the out. ferns, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes, a lot. Ferns were a big hit. Big hit. <laughs> uh, Levy Restaurants, obviously, the catering over there at RP Funding mm-hmm. Center. Staff at RP, RP Funding Center as well. Really, RP Funding Center. RP Funding Center really helping out as well. <laughs> so for the round, Keep rolling. Yeah, I'm doing great. Um, listen, there was a portion of the show where it was hey, <laughs> the Southeastern University takeover portion of the show, but... When you really take a step back and look at the year, your alma, why don't we give you the floor in this one? The year your alma mater had, I mean, just a just a, a variety right. of different accomplishments all throughout the year. Yeah, sure. that's what I was gonna say. Like it wasn't just one sport, one discipline. It was across the board throughout every season. It seemed like yeah, uh, fall, winter, spring. I mean, baseball taking home the NAIA national championship. Uh, multiple athletes in track and field, wrestling, taking home national championships themselves, women's basketball having a great season, uh, reaching the Final Four, losing by one, I think, uh, being named the uh, female collegiate team of the year. Um, So just another great, great campaign for SCU athletics all around. And then, you know, I know we forgot to shout out Bomar, you know, for all the trophies and awards they put together, an amazing job that they did, that team over there, phenomenal. The trophies looked amazing. But Jenna, you know, you working hand-in-hand on a lot of those trophies, you kind of caught a not a glimpse. You saw the entirety of the different athletes that the ledger recognizes in their ledger mm-hmm. awards, as well as all the circle of champions and the all sports awards. You know, talk a little bit about some of the high schoolers that were recognized at the event. Yeah, so we have a couple um, multiple award winners. So Bray Abden, shout out to her. It was almost I mean, her show. <laughs> yes. So obviously her brother Brendan and herself won multiple awards. Um, so she was she was a real one, and she, and she accepted on she behalf. She accepted yeah. on behalf of Brendan because obviously he's up wrestling right now. So. She was walking all over the place to get and, these awards, and, and uh, their mother Crystal. Yes, right. I mean, she also oh, won yeah. with Lakeland Cheer. So yeah, it was a whole stuff. it was a whole family event for them. So definitely really cool. We had Chelsea Williams who won. She's a freshman out of George Jenkins in track. I'm um, one triple jump, long jump. So wouldn't be surprised to see her a couple She'll more be times. Back. Yeah. She'll be back. Yeah. We have Jaden Lippett out of um, Winter Haven, and he won the long jump. We have Zach Holman out of Frostproof, who's actually going to my alma mater, Weber International University. Really? Oh, awesome. Yeah. So. Um, he won two events as well in adaptive uh, shot put and javelin. And then LCS soccer, they won um, states, and then they also won um, prep team of the year. Was that their third straight title or his second uh, straight? Back-to-back. Back-to-back. Back-to-back okay. titles, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Still very impressive. Yeah, oh, yeah. Another guy, you mentioned people that were busy, Danny Walker. Danny Walker <laughs> busy as well. Obviously, Lake Gibson Wrestling winning a state title, him winning an individual uh, ledger award, and then being inducted in the Hall of Fame as yeah. well. Really good class of Hall of Famers we had this year too, guys. Yeah, we did. Um, with Danny Walker, Odell Haggins, um, Tom Thornburg, Brant Martin, and Matt Diaz, um, they were you know very, very complimentary of what Polk County has done for them and you know very thankful for you know being from Polk County and being a part of Polk County and seeing how that's definitely helped them grow in their careers and seeing that you know, Danny even said himself, like looking around at the event, he's he's seeing that he made the right choice in coaching and doing this for the kids and all of that. So it was it was a really, really good night. And how amazing that all these guys, they still find a way to give back, you know, mm-hmm. to the county. I mean, they're all still to your point, like Danny over at Lake Gibson, Matt over at Lake uh oh my Lake god, and Lake and Christian. I thought brain freeze for a second. When you look at like they're them still 
being an anchor and steadfast in the community, you know, just shines a light, obviously, on their involvement and and them helping create these next level of talent of potential Polk County Hall of Famers here uh, from a youth level. Yeah, I mean, even Odell, he said he's like, if you come in my office, you'll see a giant Bartow High School, you know, yeah, banner oh, yeah. in there. So he's, you know, he's very much Polk County pride. And um, when Polk County, you know, athletes go up to FSU, he definitely makes them feel at home um, with that Polk County love. So. Pretty, definitely, definitely a great night. Pretty crazy too that uh, you know during Matt's Hall of Fame speech when he said at one point in Pittsburgh it was an all Polk County outfield, right? Mm-hmm. He said there was Steve mm-hmm. Pierce on one side, Andrew McCutcheon, and himself. Wow! Uh, and that's pretty crazy yeah. to think, right? Like that—that that literally is just Polk County being represented in the outfield. It kind of does bring home the point of man, there's just there, there's talent that just continues to go through the pipeline, makes its way up to this, you know, ultimately the MLB at that point, but just through the, through other major sports and disciplines. Really cool to see that next wave of athletes as they start to go through this pipeline. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of building off of that is, you know, you're seeing kind of what the entire theme of this event was, past, present, future. When I came down here, obviously, from Ohio, obviously don't know much about Polk County at the time, but learning about how many pros and contributors from, you know, back in the day till now that have contributed to all of the greatness that we're seeing is amazing. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Mark, anything on your end of the spectrum? I know we've kind of dominated this discussion. No, yeah, it really is a collection of the past, present, and future, right? Honoring past Hall of Famers um, and current Hall of Famers on what they've done in the past. Um, Honoring all the current athletes with their current um, award-winning years. And then still seeing some of these younger athletes who are going to be there in the future, too. So it really is a combination of all three kind of generations coming together. You know, and it makes you see how, how much of an impact they have in the community just to build on this point too like brant martin brant martin had four tables there with him Mm -hmm. i mean that wasn't like you know he didn't come alone i mean he brought the whole guy he brought the whole team with him had them sit front row front and center for him some of the other high school teams too like gibson wrestling winter haven basketball Mm -hmm. shot in full force too so it's good to see uh but these kids care about this too like it's not just something that we're honoring them and they're like you know i don't really you know want to mind this too much but you know they're there they're into it they you know they want to be celebrated for all the hard work they put in and like Oh, go ahead. No, no, go Sorry. ahead. I was going to say, and it speaks volumes. You know, people were coming back from Lake Gibson that have already graduated to see Danny uh, yeah. be inducted into the Hall of Fame. So that obviously just shows the impact that he's had on many, many, many people's lives so far. Well, even Brant Martin, he had people from, what do you say, 1971 and 72? Yeah. Yeah, his golf team. His golf team that yeah. came down because this is such a special occasion and special moment. And it, it shows not only them contributing to the community, but the type of personality and character they are, you know, which is just as important. Obviously, these are people of high character and deservedly so inducted into the Hall of Fame. So congrats again to Danny O'Dell, Tom, Brandt, and Matt on their induction into the class of 2022 enshrined in history this year in the Polk County All Sports Awards and Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Well, when we come back on the other side of break, we'll give you an update on the Florida Tropics. Dr. Icovitas also won an award, and we'll talk about that award and uh, talk about the Lakeland Flying Tigers as well. So stay right here on Sports Central on Talk Radio and 96.7. The Lakeland Ledger brings you Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. We're talking sports. Fourth and final segment of Sports Central's up. Let's get back to it with Mark, Jenna, and Ryan. Oh, Mr. Eric, thank you again, sir. Welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan, Jenna, and Mark. Going to you live. (laughs) Excited for this last (laughs) segment. (laughs) Smooth jazz, 96.7. Excited for this last segment. It's going to be 
phenomenal. Get to talk a little bit about Live the... Live from the Boom Boom Room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, located high atop the unemployment building in beautiful downtown Lakeland. Eric, keep going. <laughs> I really can't. Oh, oh, man. Good, good, absolutely good, run, good run, Good run, good run. Absolutely phenomenal. What a way to kick off the fourth segment. Let's dive in. Florida Tropics. Um, before we dive into this, actually, um, Dr. Icovitas, well-deserved uh, Bernie Little Sports Executive of the Year Award at the All Sports Awards. So congrats to Dr. Icovitas. He's the majority owner of the Florida Tropics. Deserving award for him for what he's done for the Tropics brand uh, and really building a very reputable team, both indoors and outdoors, that play year-round. Uh, and a great Great opportunity for community to go out and support some soccer in the area. And now with the youth program too, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's Absolutely. coming online, so that's exciting. Yeah. Hey, listen, you're you're uh, the soccer guru here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Florida Tropics and the outdoor season? We know success in the indoor. They're coming, building off of that momentum, train moving forward, a lot of steam with it. What do they look like for outdoor? Doo-doo. The Tropics secured <laughs> their third straight playoff appearance with their 2-1 and one win over the Lakeland United on Saturday. And obviously that's a huge win because, I mean, two Lakeland-based teams. Yeah, absolutely massive. So. Yeah. Um, Florida was able to earn its spot thanks to two first-time or first-half goals from forward Ricardo. I'm not even going to say his last name. Early in the game and a second from defender Lucas. Not even, nope, nope not going to do that one either. Late in the half. <laughs> you can get away with that with soccer, though. Like, Ricardo and Lucas are just totally acceptable yeah. to say with no last name. Because you I'd rather I mean? just not even Because a lot of soccer players it. do that. They'll just do, like, like Ronaldo, right? Was Ronaldo. Not like Cristiano Ronaldo, like just Ronaldo. Oh, yeah. yeah Messi. Or just Kaká. Messi. Well, he's, I mean, Leo Messi, but Wait, <laughs> you're right. Why you are you cacaoing in the background? No, no, Kaká. Why were you chewing in the background? How do you, ca- no, how do you spell Kaká? K-A-K-A. Kaká. Yeah. You said call call. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, Eric, Eric, you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Eric's dying in the studio. (laughs) Make sure he's okay. But Florida won their previous matchup with Lakeland by the same score of two to one. Um, Florida is currently four, three, and three as the number four seed and will compete in the playoffs against Lakeland United again this Friday on the road. So be on the lookout for that. I think the people need to know, though, is it Kaka or Kaka? Did I say caca? That you just said, might be my accent. You say you sound, you sound like a bird. Caca. Oh. Where'd that come from? I don't know. There's a bird, a train bird in, in here. Studio. <laughs> a bird in a train. There's so many props in here. It's insane. <laughs> All right, Lakeland Flying Tigers. Um, had the chance to uh, see Ron Myers today. So Lakeland Flying Tigers. Always good to see Ron. Big on our sports and special events committee, our tourism development council. So appreciate him. Uh, Lakeland Flying Tigers, their season, obviously continuing onward and upward. We're talking with um, one of the interns, Jared, today. They went to go to the game yesterday, and it was just down poor. I did. I heard you guys. I didn't see the video, but I heard you guys it, talking it was, about it. I think he's insane. going in tonight, though. He's right? going against he's tonight. Going tonight. He's going tonight. So, Jared, hope you have fun at the game. I'm sure you're listening right now as you're on your way to the game. If you look at Good the pre-game Lakeland show. Flying Tigers, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Look at the Lakeland Flying Tiger schedule. Um, hosting the Daytona Tortugas this week, won the first game five to one. Obviously, we said weather has impacted the last couple games. Um, left field, left fielder Carlos Mendoza went two for three in that previous game with a run scored, raises OPS to eight forty seven on the season. So he's playing some pretty good baseball, yeah. if I do say so myself. The bottom of the order too. He hit like seventh or eighth in the lineup last night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So really good, really good production all around here from the Lakeland Flying Tigers. Yeah. And as we mentioned. Always a promotion going on. Always something to do out at the game. So tickets are available. Make sure you head to LakelandFlyingTigers.com and you can uh, check out any of the upcoming promotions. How about the name of the team I'm playing next week? Yeah. The Fort, Mighty Muscles. Fort Myers Mighty Muscles. The Mighty Muscles of Fort Myers. That's pretty impre- pretty impeccable. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> was that a pun there? No, I'm just saying okay. it's pretty bad. It's a pretty good name. Ooh, like Peck. Bird's oh, like Peck. A, like a bird's Peck. Bird's like Peck muscles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's, all, it's, coming it's all coming together. Speaking of all coming together, you know, our sales team does a fantastic job of bringing all these events from all over the place into the county. A lot of different events that are coming into the marketplace this week and next. We heard about Miss Florida. Guys, what does it look like on the sports side? What do we have coming into the market? Well, this weekend, Ryan Buckley, Jenna Kid, we have a Florida Half Century 50s tournament uh, this weekend. Adult softball at Diamondplex in Winter Haven, Westside Park, Walker Road, and Southwest Complex in Taking Lakeland. Over every field, it looks like. Oh, uh, they're everywhere. Much. A lot of softball. Alex Dry is going to be all over the county. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to be everywhere. Uh, what else we have going on? We have the Waba Father's Day Invitational. Don't forget, Father's <laughs> Day. Father's Day is this Sunday. This Sunday. Don't forget. I'm ready. I'm okay, ready. No, I, I got the gift. Got to get the card. Yep. But So that's going to be a baseball event out at NERP in Davenport and Channel Lakes in Winter Haven. Then next we're going to have the NSA Father's Day Classic. So another Father's Day kind of mix up. This is going to be softball, though, at Bartow Softball Complex and Christina Park in Lakeland. That's just a classic event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well if played. I say so myself. <laughs> well, well actually, they say so themselves. They say so as well. Uh, <laughs> moving right along, AAU Spring Tackle Football National Championships, June 20th, 26th, over at Northeast Regional Park in Feltram. Over 1,000 people that should be there for that. That's going to be a lot of tackling that will be going on. <laughs> Miss the Florida Pageant, that's in next week. We had, again, Lindsey Franksman, thank you so much for joining the show, talking to us a little bit about the event. That will be next week at RP Funding Center. And then Perfect Game Baseball, the Org Challenge, over at Chain of Lakes, Lake Myrtle Sports Park, and Northeast Regional Park as well. So, there's a lot going on. And there's an event going on at RP right now, too. The USTA Nationals. Yes, we actually had a chance to go stop by and check that out as we were mm-hmm. breaking down for all sports awards. What a packed event that is. Definitely there's is. There's a lot going on there. It's something that's super cool because I've never seen that sport before. So seeing how it's it was incredible. set up and how they the movements and just what they do is... In the, the, Out of this world. It's from three-year-olds to... 20 year olds like, yeah. it doesn't matter all over the place it, i for it, sure would break my neck girls. trying to do that yeah. boys and girls so it's really crazy cool. well listen per usual i mean there's so many events going on not enough time to dive into the uh nuts and bolts of each event but if you want to learn more about them head to www.centralfloridasports.com and be also be sure to check out visit centralflorida.org if you want give us a call remember raylan that's who you asked for hey raylan you there yeah i'm here what do you want to talk about she loves talking talk to about people. the events i love talking to people tell me about the events yeah. you have going on here they are 863-551-4750. Ask for Raylin. She's not available. You ask for Lisa. Both of them will talk your head off. For Mark, for Jenna, for Eric in the studio, once again, the best music, Eric. Just a fantastic job. Ryan Buckley, thank you for joining us. Look forward to seeing you next week. And happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. This was Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Woo! Go, Dad!